Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good man, pretty good. Good, good. We are back in warm. this... Yeah, still warm, still warm. I mean, it is the summer, like you kind of expect it, but not as hot as this like this is just ridiculous at this point we're just not prepared no we, we just fall apart in this country with a <laughs> tiny little bit of heat um but yeah th- this month in general like outside of the heat is going to be very busy for us um it's going to be a very awesome month um so many different stuff to look forward to obviously we have it's fright officially fest. the month of fright fest yeah this is like christmas month really for us isn't it like <laughs> obviously halloween is traditionally the best time of year for horror fans and obviously this year there is a lot coming out in october which is great um, yeah because it has been slow in previous years as we've talked about on the show before um, of course the big one being halloween but there are also like at least two or three others that, that spring to mind already that i'm excited for in october um but yeah this august month is pretty crazy like Obviously, um, next week, uh, so we kind of have two big releases at the cinema at the same time, um, which is very rare for us. I can't actually remember if this has ever happened for us on the show, really. Where? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I'm trying to think. There's, really. there's, I think there's probably been like two films that were the horror movies, but one that we were, wasn't that interested in, so yeah. we ended up not covering that sort of thing. Yeah. But nev- never two that we're going to do shows on. Yeah, so obviously August 10th is the day where we see both The Meg, um, which is, of course is a worldwide release. We kind of get that day and day, which is great. Um, and then also we finally get to see a movie that we're very excited for, um, which is Unfriended Dark Web, um, which came out sort of end of July uh, in other territories, so about two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, very excited for both these movies. So that's going to be kind of like our next two shows. And then, of course, that... For that... very different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, us personally, we're more into sort of Unfriended, but who knows, The Meg might just be a hell of a lot of fun like we really have to wait and see on that one um i mean i just hope they say megalodon like every five minutes i mean judging by the trailer i think that's you're in luck (laughs) sweet um but yeah, and then that leads us into the the, the awesome times that is Fright Fest. Um, Hell yeah. Of course, we've talked about it multiple times on the show, but yeah, we're going to be going for two full days this time, the Thursday and the Friday, so we're going to be seeing a hell of a lot of movies, um, and of course, talking about them all on the show, so there's probably going to be like quite a few episodes this year, um, sort of bunch a lot of movies together and try and keep the sort of the conversations obviously spoiler-free for the ones that aren't out in, in anywhere, because um, obviously there's a lot of premieres at Fright Fest, which is always great. Um but yeah, and, and then kind of like to round off the end of the month as well, there's more cinema releases. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so there's, there's Slenderman, um, which is weird to think about, is coming out in 2018. Um, I know. That's going to be so a fun weird. conversation for us to talk about, really, because I think obviously with it being rooted in a lot of folklore and then also kind of really popularized recently in video games, um, and obviously mm. that's where our background is from, I think that's going to be an interesting one to talk about. Um, and then, of course, Upgrade yeah. uh, kind of hits at the end of the month, a movie which came out about five years ago in america at this point yeah and um a movie that i'm dying to see because it does just kind of look like it came out before we started the podcast yeah i think it did um but yeah it kind of looks like what if americans ripped off hardcore henry but hopefully in a good way (laughs) um but yeah it looks cool like I'm, i'm excited for this one for sure um so yeah that is like an insanely busy month like i can't remember last time we had four sort of horror releases in one month at the cinema let alone also fright fest which is like another 10 on top of that um i imagine a lot of these movies are going to sort of bleed in september as well and then lead us sort of straight into the busy month of october so we've pretty (laughs) much got a lot to look forward to um so i'm hoping you guys are really excited as well um but yeah as far as like news goes this week um before we sort of dive into this week's film there really isn't a lot at all um seems like a lot of movies coming out but maybe not necessarily a lot of news um the only thing that's kind of noteworthy that i want to bring up was uh, did you see the sort of first official image that they released for terminator yeah yeah um, so yeah obviously we talked about a lot on the show and i feel like at some point we might want to give some context as to maybe why we talk about terminator a lot on the show i can't remember if we've ever gone into it before um (laughs) because obviously it is way i think we went for a phase of like trolling that we're going to be reviewing terminator 2 each episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean the the, the sort of the short story is we just love terminator like it's one of our favorite franchises uh growing up and also just over the years really um and so obviously we're very intrigued and excited for for what is to come for terminator like i'm just happy that they're still making these movies because you see so many franchises that just lay dormant or are just like really they get killed with one terrible Mm -hmm. entry um i'm thinking of a lot of franchises in my head i'm glad as well it's not just like a straight up remake or anything like yeah. that they've never really done that like obviously mm. the last movie 
trolled that that was going to be the case yeah um and did a fantastic job of actually remaking the original yeah. when it did yeah um but they haven't gone straight up reboot so you know it's it's it's, it's kind of like chucky man like it's yeah yeah it was interesting <laughs> to see the reactions to this because obviously it's just called terminator and so they released the kind of image being like here's the first look at the new terminator and it's our sort of three of our main characters so we get to mm. see of course the return of sarah connor um which mm-hmm. is great to see um then we also get our sort of um i guess probably is going to be our lead character in the movie one of the characters has been talked about a lot or the actresses i should say um mackenzie davis um yeah she's like sort of front and center in the image um and then also uh, natalia reyes so that's kind of like our trio on the image um and i feel like a lot of people misread this as kind of like they're doing to terminator what they did with ghostbusters where it's like a lot of people are thinking like oh it's a female reboot of terminator um, yeah which, yeah which is not what it is at all no it's completely misguided first of all because sarah connor is in the image like that alone is enough to stop that you know that's just not true anyway so that's just people being idiots basically um but also you know they have confirmed like arnold schwarzenegger is in this movie like there are plenty of other characters it's just these are the ones that they highlighted um I, I thought the image is cool anyway. Like, obviously, it is just an image. This movie is very, very far away. Like, it's November next year. Um, yeah. But I like seeing Sarah Connor. I like the look of Mackenzie Davis in the movie as well. So, yeah. I don't really have yeah, much Mackenzie's else to say. Yeah, Mackenzie's a weird one because um, she she's covered in scars and stuff in yeah. the image. So it's kind of, like, quite interesting to see exactly what that means for her. You know, like... They look very mechanical scars, don't they? Not, like, human yeah, scars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, is she kind of, you know, some sort of hybrid or, or you know, maybe maybe a turned machine like Arnie mm. in, in kind of, you know, T2 and stuff? Yeah. Um, it's difficult. I definitely think kind of, you know, Sarah's looking the part, which is good. Yeah. Like, um, it was a little bit kind of unsure if she could step back into that role. You know, Linda Hamilton after a long time away. Um I don't really know if she's been acting much. Like, has she? No, I haven't. I haven't. Really no, seen I, anything. like I don't think I have either. I was in kind of having a quick look. I don't think she's done anything for a while. Mm. Yeah, not not a lot. Yeah, yeah. So kind of, you know, it's um. Hopefully, she can step back into the role. I think you know that that's going to be one of the most important things. Yeah, definitely. It would just be interesting to see what their take is, you know, like it's it's impossible for us to say right now without, you know, seeing trailers or plot descriptions or anything. But mm-hmm. like we, we've we've always believed that there's definitely potential for you to still continue to make like awesome Terminator movies. Um, mm. it's, it, they've done it before in the past as well. You know, obviously the, the heights of the first two movies, it's kind of impossible to ever get to that height. But there are still like fun sequels uh, in Terminators and. Uh, yeah, like I said, also the director is very exciting news for this. You know, we've we've had a lot yeah. of people touch this franchise who haven't excited me at all. Um, the guy who did like Salvation and and, and like Free and, and all this sort of stuff. Whereas, uh, you know, a guy like Tim Miller being a, being attached to this, um, coming yeah, off awesome. the back of Deadpool is like that is exciting because he is a very exciting name right now. Um, oh yeah, and the 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 violent action that he yeah. pulled off in Deadpool, like mm. to have that in a Terminator movie, you know, and and also, you know, it cannot be understated that, that you know how important it is that james cameron is attached to this yeah you know it's the first one since you know t2 that he's really attached to yeah it isn't um, just a case of him sort of uh just saying you know yeah oh, it looks doing great. a little video like i like this film yeah. thumbs up like <laughs> he is gonna be there and involved like mm. to what capacity we're not entirely sure yet yeah um but that that's pretty exciting as well i think yeah, definitely. So I think I think there's nothing but cool little thing, like tidbits so far. Like, say for a production that's so far away, obviously it's impossible to tell. But like, I'm excited, absolutely. Mm. Like, I always want a new Terminator anyway. Even even if everything they said looked bad, I'd still want to go see it. Like, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all we had for news this week. Like, like say very very slow. Um, so should we just talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about the Cured. <laughs> So yeah, this film that was obviously on our backlog for a little while. I can't remember exactly when it came out. It was sort of early of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, about May it right. says for, okay. for UK. Yeah, so, that seems um, right. Eleventh uh, of May, according to IMDb. And they are always correct on release. Exactly, always um, bang on. 
So yeah, obviously this one was on our radar like for a lot of different reasons. Um, an Irish horror movie, which is very interesting. Um, also, you know, starring Ellen Page, really great actress. Um, it, really interesting plot sort of set up for this one as well. Mm. Um, I, I guess that kind of goes into maybe if you want to describe this plot synopsis, because I do think that's one of the things that really drawed us in. Is I think it's a yeah, really oh, interesting yeah, setup it's, for a film. It's so unique. Um, so it's basically a post, post-apocalyptic movie. Mm. Uh it's uh, there was a disease that turned people into um, basically zombies. They yeah. never. Ex- it's one of these movies where they never ex- explicitly say the Z word. I think, uh, I think that's pretty much been the case for years, hasn't it? Like the Z word is pretty very much been a dirty word, hasn't it's it? It's very rare. Like it's only really in kind of less serious, you know, Shaun of the Dead perhaps type yeah. things. They're walkers. Um, they're frenzied. They're you yeah. Know, crazy yeah. people but i can't right. even think exactly what they called them in this it might have been something like crazed or something yeah. but basically there there was Infected, a there maybe, was a zombie something. yeah there was a zombie outbreak um kind of similar to more like 28 days 28 weeks later it basically inflicts people with rage and they're mm. killing each other yeah um and we're now in the world where there's a cure has been discovered that completely reverses the virus um, so that the people uh, have turned completely normal um, to the point that they've been captured, cured, and now are being released back into the general public. Mm. Um, and we, we, we join the story where basically um, – most people have now been cured. There's kind of, I think, was it 25 percent of the yeah. population are still uncurable? Yeah, they reject the, the cure. Yeah, the rest are either cured or never had the virus to begin with. Mm. It kind of alluded to like uh, the the virus only triggered in people that were like had tendencies towards right. it. At the start of the film, I don't know whether you caught that. No, I never caught but that. But someone, someone said something along the lines of like only the weak got, or, right. or like the the weak minded got infected. But then when we we get later on flashbacks to kind of the virus outbreak, and it just seemed like straight up zombies, like you get bit and you turn. I think that so, I I never picked up on that line, but as obviously having now seen the movie, that would make sense for someone to say that purely based upon the fact that someone could believe that as kind of negative propaganda because they obviously yeah. they are treated really really badly in this movie like people yeah were, like even the cured you know as what this movie is about um they are treated really really badly and so i could see someone yeah. saying that as like oh you know it's your fault that you were infected it wasn't just a thing that happened yeah well that's what it kind of seemed like because because yeah basically we're introduced to a character called Sinan. is it Sinan? something like that i don't know um Possibly, he's got yeah. he's got an odd name mm. um and he's basically now uh, coming out of quarantine. He's with uh, a friend that he's kind of, you know, uh, established a close friendship with called Connor. Mm. Um, and they both get set, set out of quarantine at the same time. And um, they really are treated as second class citizens at this point. Um, there's kind of massive political kind of propaganda going around and fractions that are... Um, you know, threatening to kind of, you know, attack the cured people. They don't want them released in the general public. Um, this this film is, uh, it's part of, you know, that there is a global outbreak, but this film is set in Ireland. Mm. Um, so it's not something like 28 Days where they're saying it was confined to the country. It was a global thing, but we only see the effects of kind of Ireland and what happens in that location. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we're basically now kind of, you know, through the eyes of seeing and seeing like the um, the the effects of kind of you know what it's like to be a you know one of the cured and kind of firstly what it's like to live with what you've done. Like he can remember everything he did whilst he was a zombie, yeah, um, and has to kind of live with that. And obviously that gets a lot deeper the further we go in the things he did, mm. um, but also just him trying to survive you know now day-to-day life and being ridiculed for being this monster that he isn't anymore yeah um and kind of that side of things which um to to be honest that that was that was kind of interesting enough for me like Mm. it's it's such a cool idea of like these like i say that you know these people that were zombies and like what what they you know if they are 100 percent normal again like how people would react to them and this kind of you know social unrest that goes on with that um 
you know, the rest of the movie is is basically that kind of getting more and more out of hand. The, the cured kind of having to stick together. Um, you know, Connor that we mentioned was a uh, barrister mm. before the outbreak, and now he's been given a job as a cleaner. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it is kind of like the military are running the place and are basically kind of treating the cured really badly. You know, and kind of um not giving them a chance to have their former lives back they are basically they almost want to treat them like slaves but can't yeah. quite get away with that mm. um so yeah it's super interesting all of those elements i think yeah um we're also kind of introduced to a, a character who dr lyons who's um uh still trying desperately she, she was one of the leading scientists in finding the cure i think mm. and she's basically trying to now cure the remaining 25 percent of the population um, and that's an ongoing debate as to what should be done with this 25 percent. Yeah, because obviously, whilst they're still zombies locked up, there's a chance that they could infect other people and the outbreak could happen again. Mm. So a lot of people are wanting them to just exterminate them. Uh, and obviously, a lot of people are saying they deserve a chance to be cured like everyone else has been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's there's so many different things that are kind of, you know, in the balance, really, in this really interesting world that's been created mm. yeah definitely um I, th- I mean should we just i guess we're diving into our impressions of this movie now like let's do it obviously everything that you just said is like so fascinating like the initial setup of this movie mm. and all the concepts like i think are really really interesting it's, it's some of the most interesting stuff that i've seen in in the zombie category in a while um mm. it's a really fresh spin so fresh. i like yeah. the idea of it being like you know like you say the post post-apocalyptic and it being in this really interesting uh time period like post a big event that we just haven't seen in many movies mm. all that kind of recovery phase that kind of um trying to go back into society sort of for these cured people um and all that stuff is just so interesting um it's just a shame because i just didn't really enjoy watching this movie at all um yeah like i i really really struggled just watching this film and i think it's really interesting because i do think it's a lot of it is intentional um this movie is extremely slow like very 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 slow um it's very dambi it's very kind of quiet and plodding a lot of the characters are very kind of mumbly and in hushed tones and everyone's very sad and quiet and that is what this movie is about um and i think that that's very much kind of represents a lot of irish cinema um i haven't seen a huge amount but what i kind of gauged going into this movie was pretty much what i got um but in a bad way like kind of what i feared this movie might have been is just a very low-key slow take on this um and and that's a shame because like i say i love all the actual interesting concepts of it Mm. but i think ultimately watching this movie it just wasn't enjoyable and like i say that could be intentional maybe the filmmakers wanted this to be a really like (laughs) unrelenting i mean i don't i don't know if the filmmaker's intent is for their movie to be not enjoyable yeah that's true like maybe i'm just trying to make excuses because like ultimately and again i kind of wrote down a lot of notes that we can get into but just my overall impressions like i did not enjoy this movie like i i just didn't think it was a good film and that that is a real shame because like Mm. say the early setup i think has so much promise um but within kind of like 30 minutes i just like mentally switched off because of how slow it was and Mm. this movie is very short it's like an hour and 29 by the time it hits credits and like that felt too long for me to where i was like if we weren't watching this for the show this is a movie i would have easily turned off halfway through um and i didn't really need to know what sort of happened in the end and ultimately i didn't find the ending like satisfying at all um so, no yeah, that is a problem we'll go into it more but like my overall impressions like i really didn't like this movie and i'm, I'm really excited to to know what you think because obviously this is like i like zombie stuff but this is well more way more sort of your wheelhouse um, yeah so definitely. What, what did you think of this film i mean i th- this one is such like we've had a couple now for yeah. a couple of weeks where it's such a head scratcher because mm. like ultimately i don't disagree with anything you said and i and i didn't go mad for this movie um but i didn't i didn't hate it yeah like i was watching it i mean i, I split this into two two viewings which was definitely helpful yeah i did as um well. and even then i got bored in mm. my second viewing <laughs> yeah. until it all kicked off yeah like um you know the first half an hour or so is very interesting and and even though it's slow, it, it had me engaged because of more of just the initial premise, really, and seeing that unfold. Yeah. Um, 
ultimately the three main characters that we have um mm. obviously i've mentioned senin and connor um senin goes back to uh his well basically it's his brother's wife yeah, and child yeah sister-in-law and who and and that's um played by ellen page mm. um and ultimately i didn't really enjoy any of those characters no connor i really disliked yeah i didn't i didn't find him interesting i didn't really find him scary when he needed to be scary or mm. intimidating when he needed to be intimidating yeah. at all um ellen page i thought was massively disappointing in this yeah her, her character was poor but also her performance just it really seemed like she was disinterested yeah um she really wasn't great kind of um the main character senin was was fine like he, he 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 didn't do a bad job yeah like i thought he was he was you know he was good but the other two i thought were very poor yeah um and when you when you're watching a slow burn with a character piece you know we talk about the one last week and like I, I was enjoying the characters um, more, and kind of, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we saw Calibra, mm. Calibra in particular, I really liked those characters. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you have to like the characters you're given in these, and I don't, I did, I didn't feel that in this. Yeah, I completely um, agree. That was something that I wrote down was like Ellen Page in particular. She feels mm, so out of place in this film. Yeah, like, obviously she's she is a weird character because she's the only American in this movie. Yeah, um, she plays in American. You know, it's not like she's doing some like funky Australia uh, Austrian. Uh, she's almost Irish playing accent. like hyper American though. Yeah, like, like like her 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 accent isn't normally that strong. Like it was almost like they said to her, "Could you could you sound more American, please?" Yeah, it just yeah. it was odd. Like, I didn't understand why she was there, and then they kind of, like, the reason they gave for her being there and why she hasn't just left the country I thought was really wishy-washy and didn't really make sense. Um, also, just her character in general, like, why she was so forgiving. She was, she's, like, kind of a journalist, is she? Is that what her job is? Or I don't know. I don't know. She just likes to record stuff yeah, on a camera. Like, she's, like, half interested in almost trying to discover some sort of conspiracy, but then also just seems like... Because, I mean, she's not really a journalist, because that is a shitty camera if she's yeah. a... Do you know what I mean? Like... And she's just bad at doing a, being a journalist. But like she, yeah. but then also the, the other part of her character is it does seem like she's quite sincere and does want to just help um, her, you know, uh, her partner's brother. Um, mm. So like, she, like you say, she's really weird. Um, and then, yeah, definitely Connor. Um, Connor and the other characters, so I have no idea who his name is. He's kind of like our lead of the sort of army people. Um, he's like the yeah. sort of the main guy in charge. He's kind of like one of our main antagonists. Yeah, one that's like uh, army guy number one. Yeah, like he's the one who's kind of like bullying Connor a lot and sort of putting him in his place. Um, when Connor's saying, when when Connor starts to speak up and be like, you know, I used to be somebody, and you know, I, don't, I shouldn't be doing a cleaning job, and mm. he starts saying to him like, no, this is what you are. You're worthless to me now, sort of thing. Um, I found him and also Connor when he kind of becomes more of an antagonist later on, like just mm. so overly evil and in a really like unnecessary way. Um, and yeah. really unbelievable. Like Connor in particular, like the fact that he sticks to this family and starts really like personally terrorizing them for no real yeah. reason was like really frustrating to watch. Like, I, I don't yeah, know how well, you felt about just, that. It was really dumb and also kind of, um, you know, I, I really thought it was going to be a battle of, like, the cured basically saying, well, hang on, we're, you know, we are normal people now, mm. and, like, we're going to we're gonna fight against you. And almost, like, it becomes more of a social message than, yeah. than like, a, a, a horror movie. And, and I kind of, of, I kind of wanted that more. Mm. And I was almost to the point where I thought, oh, it would be cool if the cured almost were, like, fuck it, let's, let's kind of... Uh, you know let the zombies out because we're better off with them than we are the normal people yeah um you know because the basically the cure the zombies will not attack cured people mm. um so that's a really interesting element that i thought was really yeah. a cool twist as well mm. um there's so many like interesting and, things on paper in this movie yeah but then exactly. when you watch it it just doesn't come together well at all yeah and obviously we do get to kind of zombie stuff later in the movie, but mm. but when we got there, it wasn't the interesting kind of journey that I was expecting. It almost felt like we got an hour into the movie and then they were like, oh, yeah, we need some zombies in this. Like yeah. it didn't it didn't really serve what what seemed to be going on. And it, it, it seemed to me like easily they could have with a little bit more plot. Yeah. Um, but they they really didn't go there and said they kind of went a weird place with Connor that that 
didn't ex- didn't get explained at all that that was disappointing yeah um, definitely like like you say the, the last sort of 20 minutes or so is very action-packed for such a quiet film mm. and that is there's some really cool stuff in there like there's some cool zombie stuff there's some cool zombie attacks and like well-utilized sort of action like horror scenes that i was like i was like this is pretty good but at that point i was just so done with the film mm. i just kind of wanted it to be over and like you say they could have spaced it out like they should have had something like that i feel like front-loaded at the start of the film um because there's kind of like a main backstory to is it sinan's like sort of our yeah. character where they, they really spoon feed you what happened to him like as the yeah. was happening and it's yeah. so unnecessary that we, they could have just done we, that in one scene and be done with it we visit a scene Multiple of times. basically <laughs> his turning into a zombie and what yeah. happens we we see that scene multiple times and we get we slowly get more and more of it yeah and that it was a cool scene mm. but yeah by the time you've seen it for like the fifth time and you and you already once you've seen like a little bit of it you know where it's going yeah it doesn't really have any more twists and turns no um so yeah that that was weird um i think like like i say because because i think we we have to talk about a few kind of spoilery things at some point um but for me this was one i i was definitely interested in and even though we missed it it was unfortunate that we missed it and it was always one that i wanted to go see yeah um and and having now seen it i am left disappointed like i didn't hate it but this should have been like my wheelhouse like you say you know i should have been all over this and in the end it was just kind of like an amazing idea that just wasn't really executed and didn't give me the story i wanted and the story they gave me even that was a frustrating ending um i want to talk about the absolute ending when we get to spoilers because i ended up having to search to see exactly kind of what what it was because i did it to me it wasn't overly clear yeah um but, but we'll get to that yeah. um eventually but yeah like i think definitely if you are a massive zombie movie fan you know just because this has such an interesting take um it's worth watching for that to give you this cool mythology Mm. um i really hope someone just steals a lot of these ideas and make (laughs) makes a better movie from it in the future because i i really do enjoy that the idea of these people being fully cured and that integration back into society Mm. um you know i recently watched um 28 weeks later mm. and kind of that movie was so interesting seeing the population as a normal kind of not no mention of infected people kind of them slowly coming back into it and then kind of it all hell breaking loose again that was such a cool thing and i remember that movie being um so cool because of the um obviously the time that's that's happened and and you know london had become derelict and kind of like um the finale of this movie uh the 28 weeks being set kind of like in wembley stadium and that looking incredible and stuff mm. whereas with this movie there's no real impression that the zombie outbreak was really that much of a big deal mm. um it kind of seemed like you know nowhere's overly devastated and kind of like everyone's just living in their houses again and kind of like pretty chill and they're just like oh yeah we've got some people in camps that are zombies yeah you know whereas like 28 weeks like london is like fucked like you know and they're only in a slight quarantined area all the houses still screwed you know kind of um ellen page's house like a lot of shit went down in that house and yeah she's living in there and there's not a sign of any of that yeah, you know, it's like that even, takes that takes a lot of you know kind I, of. Yeah, I didn't even think about that when I was watching it. It was like in terms of time period because I just assumed yeah. all the time had passed, but clearly it hasn't. Like obviously, like our main character has only just been cured and is sort of going back, and then mm. they obviously have the conversations of the cured going back into society. The the twenty five percent. What do we do with them? So this is clearly a recent thing, and like you say, the actual locations and the sets and and stuff that they use, the environments, I don't feel that way at all. It does no. just feel like oh we're just going to shoot it in this like normal town in ireland and then but what if it was a zombie movie you know there really yeah. isn't any like there's a couple of things in a house like a smashed photo or whatever but it's it really isn't like you say the detail that you see a lot of these movies like even um girl with all the gifts you know a movie that yeah was, like we, we liked that but didn't love it like that has way more going for yeah it. exactly and that really felt like 
the outbreak had been going on for a while mm. and you know everything was overgrown and you know half last of us styley you know um and like i say watching something like 28 weeks later that kind of that imagery has stuck with me and like rewatching it it's still fantastic yeah um you know this movie was definitely lacking because ultimately i didn't find any of the locations interesting mm. the uh the military camp made no sense really yeah. um it seemed way under kind of you know the, there was lack of security throughout randomly they just had one person in the swimming pool you know the, a, an empty swimming pool as, as a makeshift uh lab mm. for our doctor that made no sense it's mm. like what why is she climbing into a swimming pool yeah like it, it just was odd really yeah um it's a shame yeah, I mean, obviously, if you want to go into spoilers, we can do our sort of recommendations now. Yeah. Um, for me, this is a rare one because I absolutely do not recommend you watch this movie. I think there are just there are so many other films that, that even though they may have like worse concepts and more sort of generic take on zombies, they're just done better um, mm. and they're more interesting to watch for it. And they're going to feel like you haven't wasted your time because ultimately, like I said earlier, if this what if I wasn't watching for this for the show, I definitely wouldn't have finished it off. Um, having watched it all, I feel like I didn't I didn't add anything to my experience. I didn't think any more or less of this movie. Um, uh, my opinions stay the same throughout and like like say the ending is so unsatisfying there's actually a couple of moments when we get into it that i actually thought were like laugh out loud bad that was supposed to be emotional um and and so from that aspect of it like you say i'm i'm really disappointed because this was a movie that was obviously put on our backlog for a reason because we were excited and yeah and as, kept there for yeah, a reason and, and as we talk about the interesting concepts this movie <laughs> still has when you watch it you're like oh my god this is so cool they start from such a cool place mm. and i was also excited to see a different take on you know horror considering the last sort of three weeks now in a row of seeing a movie from scotland a movie from england in particular manchester and now a movie from ireland and uh obviously caliber being the first one i thought was really really good um yeah and then kind slowly of, gone downhill yeah habit being like decent and into this one really disappointed me and i'm really disappointed in ireland from that aspect of it because i think that they didn't utilize their location at all like you say this could have been set in anywhere in the world and it wouldn't have changed yeah. any of the effect on the story whereas you could not say that about the last two movies we saw whether or not you yeah. like or dislike caliber or habit they're such a product of where those movies were made well and... yeah and i thought it was interesting like in my synopsis that kind of you know i got pretty much through my synopsis and then i was kind of like oh yeah and it's just set in ireland yeah like it's in <laughs> ireland but you know whatever yeah and and, and that's that you know like you say that is it where kind of it's not overly important, but quite often, you know, when you when you watch one of these movies outside of America, mm. I think, you know, you really want to capture that location you're in and show that you're in that location and that you are seeing a different part of the world. Um, and the two movies we saw recently were so authentically that, you know, British location. And mm. yeah, if, if they'd have changed all of the actors, so they were American and Abby being Irish and that yeah. had been set in Colorado, yeah. I'd have been like, yeah, all you had to do is change accents. Like yeah. you didn't have to change the scenery at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it is a shame for that reason. Um, mm. For me, like it is a difficult one because I, I definitely didn't dislike it as much as you. Um, like I said, I wouldn't say I'd, disliked it it was just it's one of those really frustrating ones where i just watched it and was like it had a really cool premise and then it ultimately just fell flat mm. um and i i'll just not think of this movie again apart from being like oh, if only you could have lived up to it yeah um and yeah the, the ending was disappointing um there wasn't anything that i found laugh out loud bad i have to say um, there was so there was like if we're but going yeah to, if we're going into spoilers now um i think that there, obviously one of this kind of the stories the threads that goes on throughout this movie which again just they is so many scenes that are really unnecessary and don't really have that payoff is the uh the dr lions did you say um character oh right yeah, yeah where yeah. she obviously has this like patient that she's like massively trying to help um, yeah. is kind of like a representative of the 25% who can't be cured and she's, she keeps going, she keeps going she keeps trying to find a cure and she just can't and it gets to the point where the military is sort of starting to execute 
part of the 25%. And Mm. she's really adamant, like, no, I can do this. I can do this. I need to heal this person. And, like, you know why. Like, it's so obvious that she has a personal connection to this case. Um, So when it gets to the point, sort of later on in the movie, where, like, she does heal her, doesn't she? Is that what happens? Yeah, but they basically... She'd kept, like, injecting other things, and it had kind of half worked. Mm. And then um we get to a point where all of the zombies are released uh yeah. the ones that are still uncured and mm. basically the the one that she's been trying to save stays in her cell and is crying and and kind of shows that she's not infected anymore yeah so yeah. that's when you get to the scene that i just thought was hilarious because like that is supposed to be yeah, this big emotional right, scene where she's crying and they kind of like embrace and it's like oh i finally you know um saved my partner or whatever and then just like off screen in like half a second a zombie just kind of goes like Rap! just like off screen and just attacks i can't remember it must be mm. the doctor because i assume yeah it was the doctor yeah because obviously they don't attack like people that have been cured or whatever so mm. they literally just goes Rap! and just takes her off and then like hard cut back to like whatever the hell was going on with our other characters mm. like they don't ever mention those two characters ever again you no they do. do they do yeah because uh yeah a scene later on shows doctor on the floor dead in a pool of blood and oh, the right. woman that she's cured lying next to her crying <laughs> okay right. um so she's flat i've just been murdered i must not have even pay um, attention to that scene like but, yeah. it's kind of because it is you're right it is laugh out loud funny but i kind of appreciated it to the point that like again i get what they're going you, for yeah because i do because because you watch some of these movies and you're like there are zombies everywhere mm. how have they not just fucked you up and i like that this character that we we spent a lot of time with and yeah. we, we suddenly got to her big moment and she just got straight up killed by a zombie just like yeah. unceremoniously yeah. like i do i do kind of respect that but you're it is dumb for what yeah. we're used to seeing it's weird but it there's is kind of there's some you know sort of I mean? disconnect in this movie where something to do with the writing is like quite mm. strong actually and yeah there's really cool concepts like say that on paper is something that could easily work in a zombie movie where yeah she needed to have just been taken out and it needed to be violent and you mm. needed to have seen it i think like it because it was, it was such shot. a half yeah. second it was so it's it, just funny it is almost like if you looked down and looked up you wouldn't have even seen her get attacked because no. it was literally a second on it's screen it's a hard cut to them um, the kind of like then here's what you're supposed yeah. to care about again like it was that that i just found really funny <laughs> yeah um one of the things that i found super frustrating was uh connor in general but also mm. his exit to the movie um oh, yeah. almost like they're planning for a sequel <laughs> like what the hell are they doing Con- connor basically has a showdown oh, yeah, with Cena. yeah and <laughs> um has it was then has the kind of uh they have one fight, up on they? the fight yeah well, well not really a fight he's mm. just kicking shit out of him yeah and then um he is basically in full mount punching him in the face and the military see him and mistake him for an infected and shoot him um but only shoots him in the shoulder it's not it, it, the wound the shot's not going to kill him mm. um and and Seenan has to um run to save the the child whose name's escaping me now the his his uh his nephew basically mm. um and um connor he comes back later on and there's just a pool of blood where connor was lying and that's it we don't see connor for the rest of the movie Mm. um but there's a really that's why this movie is so weird because that happens um we then have uh seen and get reunited with abby and the the boy is there you know he's about what six or seven the boy maybe um and again, the scene, they get reunited and then this zombie just comes out of nowhere and bites the boy. Yeah. And then uh, and so now the boy gets infected and is now turning. And um, this is the bit that then become really unclear to me because Sinan's then basically takes the um, Abby is then about to kill him and like because she doesn't want him to become a zombie. And he says, no, there's a cure. The doctors found a cure that works. I can get it. I can save him. So he goes off to with the boy to save him. Mm. And we then, it seemed like it was just a night to day cut, but, but it's definitely not a, a, a large amount of time has passed. It's unclear how much time has passed. Right. Um, and I don't know how much of this you got, 
because Abby is now she it's daylight and Abby is walking back towards her house. And as she's walking towards her house, there are billboards of Connor saying elect him for like local MP or whatever. Riding right, There are election all. boards for Connor. I saw so, I saw so, election boards, but I didn't know that was Connor. Yeah, it was Connor. <laughs> so an amount of time has passed to the point that he is now like running for some sort of political party or some mm. sort of political campaign. Ellen, or, or sorry, Abby then goes back to her house, and there are like loads of like uh, plans and kind of like newspaper clippings and all these weird things. Like someone's been, you know doing a movie montage collage basically there and there's a map with kind of like a circled area on it and then she just basically starts to kind of cry and then we cut to scene in with the boy and they're basically like in this kind of less built up area um on the move and then mm. the, the movie ends yeah and it, and it was unclear to me whether the boy was still infected or not it seemed like he was but but it was unclear because he was asleep but he was also kind of breathing heavy, like the infected do. Mm. So it was unclear whether he got cured or not. But basically, when I kind of read about it, it was basically he had left that map for Abby. And this was Abby had presumably gone back to quarantine that night after the boy had been bitten. And this was her coming back from quarantine. And that's why an amount of time has passed. Right. And Seenan has left the map for her to be able to find her, him and her son. So they can meet up because it's no longer safe for cured people, mm. and and that's how it was kind of read online. But right. it was just it was so unclear, wasn't it? Yeah, I got none of that. Like I, I just assumed, like you say, the the kid. Gets it was the bit, next day almost. He, yeah, like he says, like I'm gonna go find a cure for him, and and then you just see him kind of traveling on his own. Some like I'm gonna protect this child because obviously the child's not gonna attack me because I'm the mm. cured, and and other zombies aren't gonna attack me, and and I can go off and try and find a cure together. I just assumed mm. it was like the next day or whatever. Yeah, but yeah I didn't get yeah. any of this jump yeah. cut or anything. Well, like I definitely got the jump cut because of that billboard, the billboards. Yeah like the or not billboards the plickards like in the in the gardens yeah. voting him for some sort something so i was like that's why i instantly picked up i actually kind of like paused it for a second was like hang on <laughs> and then like but but even with that knowledge i still didn't fully comprehend what the hell was going on yeah because it just it ends so abruptly and so poorly as well because mm. kind of the boy the young boy is kind of it's an interesting character because like we're not we're not an interesting character sorry like it was an interesting decision to kind of infect him kind of it it was it was you know dumb but also kind of shocking because it is unceremonious kind of mm. like the doctor where he does just get bitten by a complete random zombie it wasn't connor or something like that which i thought it might be mm. um or someone even that connor had sent it was just a random zombie that got in the house that bit the boy yeah um you know, and and suddenly for the movie t to turn a child into a zombie in a zombie movie and then give us like no real conclusion to it just really felt just poor, really. Mm. You know, to give me this conclusion that I had to kind of try to scrap together to find out exactly what was going on. Yeah, um, it, it was disappointing, like to say the least. Like yeah. I definitely the end credits rolled and I felt confused and flat by it. Yeah, like I, I think that because of the fact that I hadn't enjoyed the movie, and like I yeah, said, yeah, you, you was, were checked out. You, yeah, I was you didn't completely even see the Doctor out. dead on the floor. No, like I think I must have just been looking at my phone or something. Because yeah, like you say, I just wasn't into this at all. So like going into that finale, like they could have had the most cleverly written, amazingly done like finale ever, and I wouldn't have like enjoyed it. But the fact well, that because, you're saying how because, bad it is, yeah, well, because I was still obviously checked in because like like I say, when I saw the the signs with Connor on. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck has happened? And then it it's not referenced at all. The movie just ends. Mm. Like, again, they, they, they had a jump, and I was still somewhat interested. I was like, well, how the hell is Connor now this political figurehead? And yeah. I'm like, nope, nope. It just ends with that as just like, oh, yeah, he's still a piece of shit. And it's just like, what? Yeah, that no. sounds like a terrible setup to what they're trying to be a sequel, which is very <laughs> a sort of presumptuous, I think, on their part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a wild ending. <laughs> yeah not yeah shame uh, yeah, real real shame really yeah disappointing like we're easily one of the most disappointed in a while because like i say very very excited to finally check out this movie and 
one on the radar for a while i made sure that we didn't forget about this movie and having now seen it now i'm just like oh it's a real shame that i didn't yeah but oh well it does happen sometimes unfortunately these things happen still fright fest is soon yes and a lot of really interesting movies uh coming very soon uh but yeah that was our discussion on the cured uh we'll take a short break and we'll be right back So we, we uh, talked about it sort of briefly on the last show. I think it was one of the news items as well, um, that the new show Castle Rock uh, has finally started. Um, that we kind it of landed in our eyeballs. Yeah, it was one that obviously we've been excited for for a while now, just kind of the setup and the initial kind of premise of this sounded really interesting. Um, obviously, we're not going to really go into this at all, like just our sort of brief overall impressions, because mm. it's a shame that it's only on Hulu in America right now, um, and you have to sort of jump for a lot of hoops to get to it in the UK. So unless there is sort of ever like a proper UK provider for this, which I, hopefully there will be, um, it, it, Hulu is such a weird service because their other yeah. main show is uh, The Handmaid's Tale, um, which of course I watched the first season and absolutely loved it, and I have all of the second season ready to go. I just haven't started it yet. Um, but that is on Channel Four in the UK, um, so they must have mm. signed some sort of deal to be like at least get this out there because obviously it's it's a it's a massive show that's being lauded by everyone. Um, so hopefully weird. you know Castle Rock is obviously a way way smaller type situation, um, mm. so it could end up on Channel Four or something. But I hope it just ends up randomly on on a channel because I think that like obviously come on netflix yeah like well yeah i I can't see netflix doing it (laughs) um because obviously it is like a hulu original but i think hopefully just any channel so at least people in the uk can see it without having to jump through sort of hoops um Mm. but yeah like overall impressions absolutely love the show um i've seen obviously the first four episodes now i haven't been bored whatsoever like i think every episode is, is introduced new elements that i find really fascinating um obviously the main thing that kind of drew us in um or at least for me was the cast and Mm. it is delivered pretty much uh, like across the board like uh we kind of talked off air like more spoilery because we could um Mm. but there was like uh, a couple of smaller ones again it's it's really hard to not talk spoilery so i don't even want to go into it but there was there was a couple of actors i was excited for that i wasn't really happy with their direction of the characters um but i can kind of say like bill skarsgård i think is he's a fascinating character in this he's phenomenal and like So you know, you know, coming coming off Pennywise to yeah. play this this kind of, you know, I, I really enjoy seeing these actors. You know, that someone that plays a villain but can play mm. a different type of villain or yeah. scare, not even not even villain, scary character. Yeah, you know, because he he just plays this. He's it's the palest human being I've ever seen in my life. Like <laughs> yeah. in this show, yeah. um, and yeah, it, it's really interesting. <laughs> well, no, I realised that, but like, how do they make him look like that? Still, he looked translucent. Yeah, um, I saw him talking about it uh, on a few sort of interviews, saying like, you know, coming off of it and Pennywise, like he was really nervous to do something that was even remotely related uh, related to Stephen King again um, mm. because he didn't want it to be like compared or whatever. But then he kind of read the character and was like, okay, it's completely different to Pennywise. Mm. Um, and of course, it is like. He's gone from a character that is known for these kind of overly exaggerated expressions, talking a lot, all this like makeup and costume. And like you say, they strip everything down with this role. This is just him on his own. And he is so menacing in his presence without saying a goddamn word. Um, And I think, yeah, like I say, he's fantastic. And he's so tiny as well. Like, (laughs) like, he's just like bone. Yeah, but he's really he looks tall terrifying. as well. <laughs> yeah, he looks like this. Just he looks like Slenderman, yeah. basically. Um, uh, but yeah, no, he he is fantastic in it. I think I think for me, like, I'm I'm in, I'm definitely enjoying it. Like, I have a lot of intrigue, and every mm. like, I'm definitely whenever I'm watching it, I'm fully like engaged. Like every mm. scene, I'm fully engaged and enjoying it. I'm not overly sure exactly, kind of like what like what the big kind of you know story is going to be for the show what i've been given right now i don't really see being a season's worth of stuff like i mm. think more needs to kick off um but but hopefully it will like it's one of these things where it's not like a um i don't know like a even like a 24 or something where it's like okay there's the terrorist and there's a big bomb and that's the season like mm. this is just very much still unpacking itself and giving me kind of glimpses as to what it will be so i'm i'm super into it and like you say it's got it's got such a fantastic cast yeah which is so important for the you know these sorts of tv shows you know something like bates motel 
the cast made that show yeah. um you know so and even american horror story you know for a yeah. long while it was the exceptional cast that you you would be happy to see them play these different roles because you loved the cast so much yeah um but yeah like, like i say like I, i'm absolutely loving this show like obviously um seeing it once a week has been really difficult because uh, i think for a lot of these shows i've kind of got used to either the netflix model like with the stranger mm. things where you can just watch it all at once or where i purposely do that you know with like a Westworld, where i just wait or even american horror story so having at the minute because i've been so excited like i've literally every wednesday i've just got the show and, and watched it straight away mm. um and, and that is i haven't felt that way in, in like a show in a long time like obviously like ash versus evil dead was was my favorite show of this year and kind of that was such like a fun experience every week just because i knew that i'd be guaranteed to put a smile on my face for 30 mm. minutes um whereas this is more like i can't wait to watch it because i want to find out more about all these characters um because i think it's it's so fascinating written like obviously again for people that don't know but this is like set in sort of a stephen king universe um so it's kind of you know set in maine there's shawshank there's all these references and like easter eggs but it's an original story um but it feels yeah, so it's, stephen it's, king. it's odd yeah because it's I really interesting like, is this a stephen king book like mm. to begin like when i started i was like yeah like is castle rock a, yeah you know, a book yeah because i was just like and has he just done one that's a bit more like and i was like no it's not and it's, it's odd because it does feel stephen king but it's not it's not overly um like thrown with references and that like we're mm. not suddenly seeing like a pennywise poster yeah. or you know christine drive past or something like do you know what i mean it's not yeah. it's not like that um i thought it was interesting that one of the characters was called jackie torrance yeah. one of the one of the female characters i almost shit my pants when that happened like yeah they were they were just talking and one of them's called that and i was like jesus christ what's going on <laughs> yeah like i i unfortunately already knew that going into the show oh did you um, i yeah. didn't and i was like oh my god <laughs> and obviously that being jane levy as well like one yeah. of our favorite actresses like i i love that like i'm hoping that that actually means something um, yeah i'm hoping so because i haven't really learned much about her right now yeah like even in the the four episodes i've seen like she's been in it and she's been good and interesting but her name is completely irrelevant so i'm, mm. I'm curious if that is just an easter egg because i feel like it probably is um which is a shame but like i say i, I really like like say that i sort of our main character i think is fascinating because he feels like such a stephen king character you know this mm. kind of like a uh, boy in a small town where this horrible incident happened to him as a child that kind of shaped his future and then him going back to this town being pulled back in to its like dark secrets and past and sort of mm. relearning about himself like that is so Stephen yeah king. such a Stephen king thing um, so yeah I, I i highly recommend this show like obviously it sucks oh, yeah, that definitely. there isn't an easy way for you to watch this in the uk um but i i just highly recommend you get your hands on this any way you can because I, I think it's, it's one of my favorite things i've watched for a while um and i really can't wait to see sort of how this season shapes out like we talked about it last week on the news about how they, they kind of said it's pretty much anthology um and like i say Ooh. that was really disappointing to me because i I've, I've already feel really attached to a lot of these characters um and it's a shame like that they are are going to kind of throw them away after 10 episodes but again you can't really worry about that i just hope that we get at least a really really good season yeah i'm okay like if they tell mm. me a fantastic self-contained story yeah especially um you know coming off that like i've just finished westworld season two yeah and that was like the most disappointing like quick drop off a cliff of a mm. tv show i've ever seen in my life yeah completely to the point that i don't i don't think there's any way for them to bring me back for season three no. um if there is a season three like it, it was awful to the point that like you were saying how you were you like to build things up and marathon things and that mm. and like i had westworld b built up and I, I could barely stomach 20 minute chunks yeah like i had to just like watch 20 minutes and be like okay that's progress and i like, turn it off and be like i'm, I'm getting there mm. like to the point that i thought i was on episode eight and i was on episode <laughs> seven and i got genuinely upset and then you get that great moment when you're like, right, one hour to go. And then you're like, oh, it's a finale. It's yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got trolled because one of my recordings was an hour and 40 for season episode nine. And I was, I was like, what the hell? How is this an hour and 40? But it just over recorded for some weird reason. So I did get I did get the slight uh, relief that when I was an hour in, the episode ended. And I was like, hell yeah. That's why I had 40 minutes of this shit. I just gained go. 40 minutes of my life. <laughs> but yeah it was it was so disappointing so you know it's so funny to like you know have a drop off like that so it does make me appreciate something that's just like no you can tell me a cool story over one season and that's fine like yeah. and i tell you what as well you don't even have to come back for season two and tell me a different story like you can mm. be one and done and that's that's okay 
Yeah. You know, Ash vs. Evil Dead, we got three, and, like, that's fine. Like, it doesn't, you know, we don't have to have season 10 of everything. Yeah, like, if they if they do do that with Castle Rock, which seems to be the case, then I hope that it is 100% just another Stephen King-style story in this town, but with completely, obviously different characters, but completely different actors. Mm. Um, because for me, that these actors just nail these characters, and I don't want to see, like, like American Horror Story is great because those, character, uh, those actors are so, like, multi-dimensional sort of, like... They're really good at portraying these different characters, even though you do have your favorites as you go. Mm. You know, you kind of go through the seasons. You're like, oh, I really like this actor in the past season, but maybe they're not as good this time. Like, I don't really like the lead actor in, in Castle Rock is obviously uh, Andre Holland, um, who plays Henry Diva. Um, he was like one of the only actors in the sort of main cast that I hadn't really seen in anything. And I think he's so good. Like, I couldn't imagine him as anyone else. Like, if he played, you know... A completely different style of character that, like, that just wouldn't work for me you know if he was suddenly the villain next season or whatever so yeah i know what you mean but kind of like when you first watched it you just transitioned to something new because when yeah. you watched the first season of um american horror story you got mm. so attached to them being that sort of thing yeah and suddenly when uh, uh you know someone became a villain or a villain became a good guy yeah it felt jarring initially but then you just yeah. kind of got used to that juxtaposition mm. so like it would happen with this because it's a great cast like every all of the actors are very good and very versatile we already know they're versatile so yeah like it would be fine but i agree i i prefer to have a brand new cast um because the fear of that still... is that you you don't get as good a cast for season two yeah i just think that it's then it is a kind of case of, okay, I understand that you had a story to tell just across one season, then you're done. But that is kind of a way of you building the kind of the mythos of the town itself. You know, because mm. then it is Castle Rock and it is season two, season three or whatever. Um, but like you say, it is just different characters, you know, and then maybe yeah. it could be a case of like in season three, there's a reason why Henry Diva pops yeah, up. So well, then it, you get Andre Holland back. It, it would be cool if you almost get, you know, like, uh, you know, Jane Levy's character is almost like a constant or something like that. And maybe yeah. she's not as main and, and, you know, someone like, you know, Skarsgård and uh henry diva you know as a character uh you know are ones that just integral to this you know yeah, and this exactly. one because this this you know we haven't really talked much about the show it's primarily set in a prison and kind mm. of sure, what sure. is going on in this prison um which is which is cool and and like you know there, there could be you know it could be set somewhere else there could be a season about the high school or whatever and you know yeah. stuff like that so different time I like periods that. yeah and stuff. exactly i like that as an idea yeah but yeah, it's, fan it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I couldn't recommend the show enough. Like, definitely everyone check it out. Yeah, um, it's cool, man. Yeah. But yeah, did you did you finish an audiobook recently as well? I did indeed. I did indeed. <laughs> uh, I I'm no closer to finishing my audiobook. <laughs> no, well, that's what happens when you uh, pick an audiobook that's like 50 hours long. Like, because I, I, I was looking up Stephen King the other day, because I was like, oh, I would love, like, obviously, if I just had infinite time, like, I really want to be able to say that I've read all of his books. <laughs> and, like, I was looking at him, and obviously, Carrie being his first one was really interesting, um, yeah. because, like, obviously, I watched that movie for the first time earlier this year and just absolutely loved it so, so much. But that book is 200 pages long, <laughs> mm -hmm. whereas it is 1,200 pages long. Like, it is funny yeah. to think about how Oh, it's a joke. It yeah, yeah, it is a joke. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, I've I've finished The Damned by nice. a friend of the show, Tarn Richardson. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, won't be talking any spoilers or anything for this. Yeah. Um, but just overall, kind of just wanted to say that I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, kind of the last thirty chapters or so um, were just to the like had me completely gripped to the point that um i primarily try to listen to these audiobooks as i'm driving somewhere mm. um i i'd got to my destination multiple times and just sat in my car for like 10 minutes and was like nah like the amount of times i was just sat in my drive like no i'm, I'm not ready to get out yet i need mm. to listen to a bit more of this <laughs> um shows kind of how good it was um like it it was a satisfying end to the story, but I also kind of, you know, knowing this is part of a trilogy, I have tons of questions and there's tons of really cool things that have been set up. Um, there's kind of like a um, a little bit of an epilogue at the end of it that really kind of wet my whistle towards kind of like the next book and got me really excited for that. Um, yeah, I really um, I really enjoyed kind of the main character tacit uh, as kind of like initially I, I thought he was kind of 
this you know just kind of almost like hitman type character that was that didn't have a lot to him and then kind of as we started to kind of find out because ultimately this book is his backstory we, we kind of the timeline only jumps because we get his backstory and kind of why he became an inquisitor what happened to him when he was an inquisitor and like i really felt for him at the end and by the end of the book like i was really behind him um and you know rooting for him which was good um one of the other things i wanted to say was like the 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 violence in this like i've never kind of heard or you know for most people would have read kind of this sort of violence that comes off the page kind of like um when the werewolves attack and kind of the way it's written um i find that like quite often you when you're reading like horror the actual violence is almost kind of skirted over you know it's mm. kind of like they were attacked and then it kind of continues and it's more of the build-up but the actual kind of you know attack isn't like you know fully explained where tarn definitely goes for it in this like it <laughs> is it's it's really well written and and super kind of you know uh you know you get a vivid picture of what's going on so i i thought that was really good and it was a you know a style that i've not seen so much yeah um and yeah i'm definitely excited to kind of check out the second book uh awesome. which i've i've got already queued ready to go yeah um and yeah i think i think definitely people should be checking it out yeah that's cool i really want to check that out as well like that sounds really cool like re- it's cool like it's such a uh da vinci code meets kind of werewolves kind of thing which is right. is such a cool thing yeah like in like i was a massive fan of da vinci code um when it came out but like you know having something that's in the horror world as well mm. uh it, it, yeah it, it's cool man yeah like the setting seems like you say when it's set sort of during a war with the kind of the werewolves type aspect like that just sounds like really cool things to sort of mix together mm. um obviously i don't really know too much about exactly what it, the book is about um kind of intentionally because obviously at some point i want to read it um but yeah it sounds really cool and like you say the fact that you've kind of really enjoyed it definitely makes me want to check it out as well mm. um and like you say you've got like another two books to look forward to as now as well now so <laughs> yeah definitely That's pretty cool um but yeah did you also uh, the movie I, I talked about last week hell house did you, you check that as well didn't you oh i did yeah yeah, yeah. Hell was house, that LLC. Recommend, re- yeah she recommended did yeah, this? yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a great recommendation like i don't know yeah. how we missed this one no because uh, when did it come out it came out like last year didn't it or a couple no, of years i think it might have been 2016 oh okay push. so maybe just before we started the show yeah it makes sense because yeah the, the, i thought it i thought it was fantastic like um you kind of said the ending was a little bit fell apart um Mm. but for me i thought like the ending was quick enough where like it didn't really add anything like it it didn't really show anything like all the hell breaking loose but it it just kind of happened quite fast and then the overall kind of ending i thought was quite cool and satisfying Mm. um this movie like a couple of times uh you know i was watching this uh you know in a dark room late at night and a couple Mm. of times it freaked me out like where you know you're seeing shadows in the hall of your own house and stuff um and like it's not often that movies do that to me and this one definitely did it um so i really enjoyed that i I thought the cast was pretty pretty tight on it like I, i enjoyed most of them uh in it and uh yeah i'm definitely buzzing for like the you know i'm hoping that you know we saw there's a possibility of a second movie yeah um so yeah like i'm hoping we get to know check it out for the show but yeah it was yeah. definitely a great recommend from cat and uh i'm definitely I, i've got the other one queued in my netflix and i'm definitely kind of gonna check that out as well oh yeah yeah i need to still watch that one but um yeah it was funny last week when i was obviously when i brought it up and you said like mm. oh yeah there's a sequel and yeah obviously we we looked it up sort of off air and yeah it's kind of been made you know they're in post-production and they kind of are hoping to get it out at some point in 2018 mm. um and that's that's cool because like i say we both have now watched this and enjoyed it so we can definitely check out the sequel when it does eventually arrive um but yeah that was that was kind of a really good shout you know i think you should consider this as kind of a forgotten horror because we'd never heard of it and yeah definitely. <laughs> we've both now seen it and really enjoyed it so uh thank you very much for that one cat um 
but yeah that was uh, that was uh, this week's show uh, where we talked about the cured uh, of course our sort of upcoming schedule as we discussed at the start of the show um, is really really cool so kind of this was the last of our sort of backlog movies for a very Ooh. long time yeah. now um, pretty much at least our sort of next six shows maybe even more all going to wow. be movies that we see on the big screen and that's pretty crazy um, yeah, nuts man so yeah horror on the big screen is doing very very well indeed uh, yeah but that was episode uh, 104 uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone Cause I never could How could I start that?